Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone hello and welcome to kirsty and brownie's comfort zone i am kirsty that was such a dramatic pause <laughs> very dramatic i'm feeling very dramatic today and i <gasps> am brianny oh <laughs> oh my god we're gonna be delving into each other's brains once more for a spot of and i learned this on neromancy oh it's the is, is that uh, well, talking the art of talking no, it's the, the magic uh, of talking. It's the art of getting meaning from dreams. Oh, but it's actually more specifically trying to like divinate the future from dreams. So I guess Ooh. technically we're not, but maybe we can. Maybe as a one-off, oh my should God, we try right, and yeah, predict this the future the, from dreams? This is the future predicting episode. We've um, we're, well, actually, I mean, this actually goes out in a few weeks, so we could predict something for the day it goes out oh my god then... <laughs> all right all right i'm gonna start i predict that money will be raised on the jingle jam oh my god i predict that at 10 a.m upon this very day a podcast shall be released <gasps> upon many platforms oh my god <laughs> you are a genius oh You're wait no it's meant to be connected to dreams because we oh, had a dream uh, about it yeah. Uh-huh. I, I I had this dream. I had uh, a dream. That there was like two weeks of charity drive. Uh and uh it was really good. And uh there were these two really funny streamers in particular and I loved them. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's perfect. Good job. It's cause I was reading I was reading yet again. Women. Women and their thoughts and their readings. Classic um, women. I was reading about uh, Greek gods, and we were sort of talking about this a bit yesterday, uh, Morpheus, because I found out that Morpheus is the... He's sort of the god of dreams, but there are three others. He's part of a, a trio um, that I don't actually remember the names of, but they're the honorai. Um, oh, they're the ones that Rydian mentioned the other day, right? On stream. Yeah, so Morpheus is like the god of useful dreams or something. And then oh. the other two are just like shapes and nonsense. <laughs> and I was like, those are the ones we should wait, be focusing wait, on. I've remembered their names. It's, it's Bryony and Kirsty. Oh, that, that was it. But uh, in ancient times, we were known as like Bryoncles and Kirstemus. 
Triunclis and Gustavus. The other two goddesses of nonsense dreams and stress dreams. <laughs> I should look up what they actually were. The because uh, I can't remember how I. Oh, do you know actually? I do remember how I got onto this. It's because I was not for the reason you might think. I was looking up names that have Aster in them. <laughs> not right. a starian, okay. Specifically, also that can mean little star. Um, but because. Uh, there was this thing, maybe I talked to you about it before, but there was this thing about how like a lot of um, people believed that when there were problems that happened in your life, it's because you were born under a bad star. So that's why the word disaster, because like dis is sort of like danger, bad. Well, I guess dis is another word for hell as well. So it's sort of like bad star. When you say something's oh, a disaster, that's cool. So I like that. I was just looking up um, other asters, and uh, and then I somehow oh, and then the goddess of dreams in Greek mythology is Asteria, and Ooh. that is how I led on to looking at the uh, the, the various star, the, all dream of the Asarian fan. Oh, uh, all of yeah, that that was very. Uh, critical Relevant. to the research mm. that I yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Ridian listens to this. We can't talk about this. Moving on. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. So Morpheus was he's like the personification of dreams, but he was specifically. This is probably completely wrong, but I think he is specifically who the gods would send into dreams to deliver messages. Um, so that's why he's more associated with like very prophetic dreams and being told like, yeah, you will win the war if you just do this sort of thing. He would be in dreams then. But the other two, I think, are just like, um, they're just meant to be like dreams of weird shapes that don't mean anything and absolute nonsense. Uh, which I guess is... I can't find... I'm trying to find this list of who the others are. But I can't find them. Maybe mm. it was a dream I had. Maybe it was Morpheus trying to mess me up, being like... Trying to be a guest <laughs> on the podcast. That sounds a bit... Oh, my gosh. Game on him, man. Uh, there's one... The first of these, made of horn apparently he was, was the source of prophetic god-sent dreams, while the other, constructed of ivory, was the source of dreams which were false and without meaning. Oh. Um, oh, apparently the term for nightmare was melas oneros, which means black dream. Oh. Well, there you go. I always relate nightmare to, like, you know, like the, the flaming black horse, you know, like... Riding over the horizon to deliver nightmares. Oh, like an actual night. Like an actual nightmare. Well, uh, yeah, if like a nightmare. If you said like nightmare horse, like it's it's like a you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I said I don't want to say like folklore thing, but I mean I know it's a D and D thing, but it's just probably got (laughs) roots somewhere, right? But yeah, that's what I always think of. I always got confused. Maybe this is me taking things too literally. 
Um, but I always get confused when people are like, I am your worst nightmare. Because I was like, well, nightmares are meant to be bad. So my worst nightmare would be one that's not really that bad, really. It would just be like, oh, a, a chicken pecked my foot or a something like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel but like it would be anything. It Surely terrible. it should be like, I am your best nightmare, your strongest, most uh, effective nightmare. But if you say best nightmare, that just makes it sound that like... That also sounds good too. It sounds positive, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe I'm just too positive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just too, too positive. Oh, I've had apparently, a the ages, honestly. Icolos, or Icolos, was also one of the honoroi. Uh, he was the personification of nightmares and appeared in various types of dreams. He made shapes of humans appear in dreams. So if we have dreams of humans, it's thanks to that little guy. Oh. Um, and there's also Fantasos. 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 Uh, and what do you do? What do you do? Nothing. <laughs> like, Nothing at all. Oh, they are the god of surreal dreams. He represents oh. the inanimate objects seen in prophetic dreams, images of earth, rock, water, and w- water. What? So it's thanks to Fantasos that I'm having thanks all these so anxiety much, dreams. Dude, thanks, Fantasos. Fantasos. Luminec. So if you dream of water, it, you could say that it's a, a, a fantasy. <laughs> That was terrible. Fantasus. There's also Phobator, also known as the Frightener. Um, He appeared in dreams in the forms of beasts or birds or the long serpent. Well, I wonder what the book would say about him. (laughs) That guy. The long serpent slithering in to uh, the dreams and book. Um, but the thing in all of this that I wanted to tell you most of all, which Mm -hmm. I found the most exciting was that, you know, I said that it was, um, Asteria who was the goddess of, uh, well, she, she's the goddess of dreams, essentially. Well, sort of, okay. So sort of stars and nighttime and divination, but also dreams, um, but she is the mum of Hecate, who is the goddess of witchcraft. So this is a very long way of me explaining that dreams and witchcraft have always been very connected. Hell yeah. That was taking me 10 minutes to explain my thought. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Good start. No, when I, I was that. reading up about it, because obviously we've talked before about how like, dreams back in the witchy days you know a lot of people would probably be quite scared of the dreams that they were having because they'd be like is this the devil um is the devil thoughts in my head and sending me messages and stuff um but yeah it turns out more connected than you might have thought i like that it's all an excuse for me Man, to read just more witches, Greek mythology. Witches are just so <laughs> cool. I love witches. I saw this thing on, uh, well, it was an advert on Instagram earlier, and it was for. So basically, you know, when you were growing up, you'd get those kits. Typically, you'd find them in the Argos magazine. They would have like 
chemistry kits and it would just be like make the frothy volcano and mix these two and and, oh you'd make those um you know when you got like the stick and you covered it with sugar and that would make crystals and that sort of stuff yeah it was that sort of kit but it was like a witchcraft one and it came with like a little uh cauldron that you would make frothing potions come out of it it was called like frog frost or something and i was like i want that i was like child me would have loved that but also me right now want that (laughs) i saw one uh i I found uh, an instagram i think it was instagram like a bunch of reels where this person gets like 90s toys and like plays with them and just records it it's sort of like an asmr thing i think yeah but they they had one that was one of those like little potion sets and um, like you know, they were filling the thing with water and then pouring in the pa- the powder, and then you'd pour something else in, and it would turn to jelly and stuff like that. And oh, it's so cool! It's so cool. And I was like, oh, I remember doing that. I remember having those. <laughs> They're so fun. I used to make little potions under my bed. Um, so I would. It's just that typical like George's marvelous medicine type thing, of um. You know, I'd go into the, I'd raid the bathroom. Now I've, you know, I have to buy my own Literally, I was about to say that, yeah. I appreciate (laughs) how much money I probably cost with my silly little potions. I did exactly the same thing, but I did it when I was in the bath. So when I was in the bath as a kid, I would make potions. So I would like get, I don't know, like a little pot and I would just put loads of bloody shampoo in it and bubble bath and everything. It's like, this is my potion. (laughs) I remember I one time I did it like because basically oh. I had one of those beds that was raised up and you'd pull the desk out and you could crawl underneath and I used to that was like my witch's cave and I would crawl Aww. under there and I would I would like scurry like a little goblin into the kitchen and the bathroom and I'd be like gotta go to my ingredients for my potions <laughs> and then I'd take them under the bed and just be like magical and there was one time I had this little silver bauble and, and Tabs I, is just coughing up a hairball, by the way. So sorry if you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my magic. Tabs. Oh my god. <laughs> I um, I put this little silver bauble into the potion, and it like rusted. And for me, that was proof that I Ooh, was indeed you are a witch, magical and powerful rust witch. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just gonna grab Tabs because he he's coughing his little heart out. Oh bless him! Give him a good squeeze. Or does that not? I don't know what helps get a hairball out. At the moment, I have popcorn stuck in my throat from lunch. So whatever Kirsty does for tabs, if it works, I'll ask that she recreates it on me as well. <laughs> just in case. It's that Hi. awkward, like, hello, I was just telling you ran away. about my popcorn. No! popcorn! <laughs> my little popcorn that's ailing me right now. It's still there. Still there. Ah. I'll cough it up right at the end. I'll record it and it can be a oh, lovely. Patreon content. Stick it on the Patreon, which we don't have yet. <laughs> oh, I will get around to that, I promise. <laughs> could do a um like a, a a bet as to how long you know like when people take bets as to how long it'll take for a, someone to have a, a baby. Could how long will it that. take for Kirsty to make the Patreon? <laughs> oh no, I meant how long for me to cough up my popcorn oh. <laughs> or swallow it. Did you ever, in Hertfordshire, did Mm -hmm. you ever go to the Royal Veterinary College? Um, That's in Hertfordshire, isn't it? That is in Potts Bar, question mark? The RVC, I think. 
Because I used to go to fundraisers there ah. as a child. That was something to do. I'm pretty sure that's in Potter's Bar because I used to drive near it to um, go to work. But they would put on these events and they were amazing. Oh, it's, it's where I first ever saw a ferret. Ah, it's in Hatfield, so it's not far from Potter's Bar. Oh, yeah, so it's not far at all. Um, from my neck of the woods. True. But I remember going there and they had this thing where basically they put a cow in a small fenced off area and they made a grid and you had to put on the grid where like a cross where you thought the cow was going to poo first. Ah. And this is what happens when you grow up in a small town. There's not yep. much to do for entertainment. So we used this to watch just, the cow. Just half a chair things. <laughs> and um, and I won. I won a clock. It's a cat clock. Aww. I still have it. And it's uh, one of the few things I've ever won. <laughs> I did it the noblest way possible by guessing the cow poo. <laughs> did you have a strat for guessing the cow poo? Or? No, I think maybe it was more of that witchy magic. I could... Oh, you just talked to the cow and said, can you just do a poo here, please? <laughs> put on my best cowboys mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like okay I've got you I've got you don't yeah, worry yeah, yeah. I got you no worries no worries X marks the spot <laughs> showed them like the diagram that I'd drawn of the field it was, it was a square <laughs> right right here please we can share the winnings <laughs> I never gave the cow the clock so <laughs> oh my god to this day they're still there like cow if one, you're listening <laughs> one day she'll return with my clock I what pooed, time is it i don't I know i pooed so hard for that <laughs> she promised oh. <sighs> the ferrets were nice though oh i've never been to the rvc i am um, i went to college near there i went to oakland's college which i think is in Potter's bar question mark I think um, there's many. There's one in Welland Garden and one in St Albans as well. Oh, naturally, no. Yeah, it's probably St Albans. I, I, yeah. I just think everything's in Potter's Bar. No, it's in, it is in St Albans. <laughs> I, I forgot. Uh, I didn't drive there for two years straight. No. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I went there. So that, that was pretty pretty close. But we never never went to the RVC. Ah. For some reason. I used to love it. It was like it's such a good place for because they. I don't remember why they would have these open days, but they just would, and you could just go, and there would be like car boot sales and dog shows, but not like proper dog shows. It was just like not like breeder ones. It was you yeah, know, it's just, just like just, let's just watch a dog ones, right? goof around for ten minutes, and yeah. everyone applauds. <laughs> it was nice. The best kind of dog show. Yeah. Good boys and girls. Babies. Being doggos. Being um, doggos. Would you like mm-hmm, to hear mm-hmm. a very fresh dream? This is one oh. I recorded this morning. Fresh out of the brain. Yeah, it's all uh, warm and doughy still. Maybe. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> listen to your doughy dream. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, go. I had a dream that all I remember was I was in this like really quaint little village um, town and I had to go after, I was going out with this Ken sort of thing <laughs> and he decided he was going to 
go and see his friends or something. So I like went after him because I was thinking, well, I have to. I think I had to get the train somewhere. Um, so I went into this group of guys and I was like, Ken, and they all turned around and were like, yeah, and I was like, no, my Ken. Um, and they were like, oh, he went off down there because he was upset or something. So I went um, down the road and I found him. I was like, is everything okay? And he was like, you're leaving me. You, like, you upset me and stuff. And I was trying really hard to, like, think what was the best thing to say. So I was saying to him, like, you don't mean that. You're just upset with me because, you know, you're feeling abandoned and you don't want me to go, so you're lashing out and stuff. And we ended up, so we had quite a nice talk of me just sort of saying, like, you know, just trying to be very uh, upfront with emotions and and stuff. And eventually ended up giving him a big hug. And I was, um, I was thinking, like, oh, I do need to get my train, but, you know, I don't want to leave him. And then he was like, oh, should we go and sit on Boba's secret bench? And I was like, okay. Um and it turned out it was just this bench that was just down the road and we were walking past all these other benches and there were all these like picnic, not full picnics, but evidence that people had been having picnics there sort of thing laid out. And when we got to what was meant to be Boba's secret bench, there was, I think, a guy around there who we were like, oh my gosh, he must be, he must still be having his picnic. Um, there was just like a massive like wrapped up wheel of cheese uh at the bench um but yeah i think that's all i remember uh bye 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 folks welcome to dungeons and randomness since 2012 myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of theria four different groups explore lost ruins run for political office Rage Against a Mad King, set sail to long-forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season, or arc, has a new set of groups and stories, all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. That was very short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, my Ken. The Ken. <laughs> but there were many Kens. Yeah. No, my Ken. You've seen? Have you seen the Barbie movie? No, I haven't. Um. So obviously, every like every Barbie is just called Barbie, and every Ken is just called Ken in like yeah. a Barbie world. So there are so many times where they're like walking around, they're just like, hi, Ken. Hey, Ken. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Ken. <laughs> and it was just like that. It's just I went in and I was just like, Ken. And like every guy turned around was just like, yes. And I was like, no, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> My <know>. Ken. <laughs> I love how they just instantly went, oh, yeah, he's over there. <laughs> he was As like, if you might have wanted half. them. <laughs> they were half by the wall. Um... But yeah, it felt like a... And then you went to the, the secret cheese bench. Yeah, Boba's secret bench. Oh my god! It was in the middle of the park. 
<laughs> it wasn't hidden at it all. It was, was just right secret. there. But the secret is that nobody knows it was Boba's bench. True. I have no idea why it was Boba's bench. Maybe Boba so, left the cheese there. Maybe. <laughs> like some of the dream, I understand why I had it. Like uh, Ken was very tall. And I was telling you about how I saw one of my very tall friends yesterday. Um, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Boba just messaged me. How, did, how <laughs> does she know? How does she know? <laughs> She's listening in from her secret bench. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I reckon that's why it was like, you know, saw a tall friend, got a tall Ken. Um, and I think the reason that Ken was put in my head is because I'm currently reading uh, Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman and there's a guy in that who says Ken in like the Scottish way like oh, you know what I, I mean I sort of thing like Ken. you can yeah. so um I guess I just read the word Ken a lot and my mind just went Ken <laughs> Ken so that side of it makes sense and I guess like um the reason I think we're in like a small village is because I've Alex and I've been talking about going for days out and the last few days out we've had have been to like Castle Coombe, Goblin Coombe. So just just love the Coombs. Love Coombe. <laughs> mm. Really want to be surrounded, surrounded by, by Coombe. Coombe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um I just like being in those like quaint <sighs> little places. Yeah. Comfort zone. <laughs> Comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can do a live episode from Goblin Coom sometime and call it that. <laughs> the Comfort Zone. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like it just seemed odd to have this um dream boyfriend. Yeah. There. I don't remember him particularly looking like anyone I could it wasn't like, oh, and it was Xylus, who was I seem to dream a, about a lot. Um, just a guy. Just like just, a random just Ken. guy. I'm just Ken. That's how it goes, right? Now. Yeah. Ken. <laughs> I'm not seeing the movie. <laughs> um actually I wonder if it was also to do with Obviously, you, I, and Rithian had had like a big chat about comfort films the other day. Oh, we did. Uh, yeah. Or like how you don't have to. Your favorite film doesn't necessarily have to be one that you've seen a lot. Um, and I remember thinking like, oh, the Barbie movie did really affect me. Uh, like struck a chord with me. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I guess I guess there's like three different reasons why Ken in my brain. Ken. Oh, Ken. I didn't say the third reason. The third reason is oh. because I keep on watching uh, TikToks that right. have. Um, so it's this trend where basically people will be. Because have you seen the. Um, oh, what's his name? Pete. Uh, oh, he went out with one of the Kardashians. Davidson? That's the no. one. He the, did the, like his version of the Ken song. Yeah. yeah so yeah, 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 it will yeah. be like the dog or the cat or the rabbit or whatever that's like 
like the first one I, yeah, I, I ever I'm had and playing will be like, I'm just Ken. And then it will be like, this is the cat that persuaded me to get another, to get cat. another cat. And then the other cat is just a menace. And it's oh, like, just I'm just Pete. Pete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think those three things combined to give me a dream Ken. <laughs> all, all signs just pointed to Ken or f- all thoughts funneled into Ken dream. Amazing. But I guess like, not in a spoilery way, but um, the Barbie movie is very much about expressing feelings and uh, just, I guess, processing things. So I guess that would explain why I was very much just like, I think you are feeling this way and uh, you're not angry you're just upset and that's okay sort of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aww. but also i feel like i've just rambled very sorry no 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 you're not you're i'm listening intently i love it <laughs> keep talking my love i got a message from a friend uh was it yesterday or the day before mm-hmm. um saying like i need some dream help i had this dream Aww. what do you think it could mean and i actually found it like very nice in a way it sort of it had this feeling of like um like you know when you used to have i'm going back to witches again but if you had like you know the village witch and it's just like oh i've got a bit of a i don't know whatever people used to have jip in my hip or whatever I've got a bit and, of jip in my hip and you'd be like oh you know I'll go off and see old Bethel and she'd get me a make me a, a poultice <laughs> <laughs> rub some herbs on it and I'll mm-hmm. be fine and it felt like I, I could be that you know just like oh I know the wizened old woman who talks about dreams I'd go to her and get her knowledge and Honestly, I actually yeah. feel like I did an okay job I love Maybe. it. I've I've had a couple of people do the same with me as well. Um, my brother did it the other day. Like he messaged me and was like, I think he actually sent me a voice clip telling me what his dream was. Aww. <laughs> but I think the long and short of it was that he had wobbly teeth um, yeah. in his dream, and I was like, ah, classic, classic stress dream. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. You you're stressing about something, bro. Uh, actually, I'll I'll, I'll uh, hang on. Let me re- let me find my response to him. Oh, I'll tell you exactly <laughs> why I told him. I said, could mean you're stressed, could mean you went to the dentist and were thinking about teeth, lol. <laughs> teeth often mean teeth. Yeah, yeah. I find that that's mm. often the case. Very symbolic. He did, in of, fact, go to the dentist. Uh, so, kind of, <laughs> kind of made sense. Yeah. Wait, before or after the dream? Was this a... Is this, Onevermancy? <laughs> Hang on, that's that's a good question. Hang on, let me. I will listen to his thing. I don't know if he actually. Uh, I actually remembered a dream last night um, because I went to the dentist last night. Yep. Or yesterday, I had a dream that my front tooth was wobbly. Oh yeah, I don't remember anything else, but my front tooth was wobbly. Thanks. That's it. That's, that's <laughs> literally what he said. <laughs> Oh, wait, oh yeah, gosh, special uh, guest. <laughs> probably because you uh, went to the dentist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm a dream witch. Yeah, we're very good at what we do. It's very specialized. Uh, oh, hang on, something, something's coming to me. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting something in my in my mind. 
I think he's going to have another dentist appointment in about a year's time. Oh may- my mm, Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. I did actually have quite a weird... Um, I mean, it's not a weird thing at all. It's just, a, a, I guess, a, a coincidence at best. Um, but the other day I was saying to Alex, like, oh, I felt a little bit off. I wonder if my iron levels are low. And then I got a text from the doctor being like, we'd like to do a blood test to check your iron levels. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> just, um, I think what it just happens that it's like, it's been however long since I last had a blood test and they, it's time to do the recheck. But it's just weird that I was like, I just said that too. How did they know? <laughs> How? It's almost like they have a system. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what to look up for my dream, but I can't think. I mean, should I look up bench? (laughs) Or cheese? Or cheese. A bench. I mean, the cheese is probably because it's like cheese season, isn't it? Like, (laughs) Yeah, the cheese is ripe this time of year on the trees. It's dropping off the trees. (laughs) There's, um... I, I just feel like there's a that like when it approaches Christmas and all of a sudden it's just like make way in the supermarket for the special cheeses. It's cheese time. It Other is cheese, the everyday truly, cheese. Move aside. It the most the wonderful cheese. time of the year. <laughs> cheese time. Like even as a um, one of those bloody vegans, bloody I'm excited because I've got some friends coming over in a couple weekends' time. That's a lie because this podcast goes out the weekend after. My friends came over last weekend. <laughs> and I ah, bought them. I, I hope you had a good time. We we did. <laughs> um and I am going to slash did hopefully buy bought a uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> a cheese board oh, from a Herbivore Deli in Whopping Wharf. Oh, lovely. Uh, so hopefully the cheese won't have sold out because I feel like because we're having it at the beginning of the de- December, not for Christmas. Hopefully, hopefully the cheese didn't be... sell out when you bought yeah. it. Yeah, fingers crossed. But it's fine because it happened and it was good. Yep, we're really good at pre-recording. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's noticed. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Getting away with it. Nice. I've looked up bench and I've looked up seat. And there is right. nothing. So I'm going to look up chair. Oh, and really? See if there's, there's nothing a... for seat? Or like, what about like seat? sitting, like the act of sitting <gasps> down? Sitting is the opposite of standing. True. It might have some sort of meaning. Yes. Uh, it means your legs are eepy. No, it goes from siren to sister to size. Uh, what about oh. chair? Because I guess a bench is just a long chair. True. When you think about it, uh, chasm, chased, chalice, Ch- chain, chasm. chasm, a big chasm. Um, do you know that reminds me? Uh, when I first saw the word archive, I read it in my head as archive, and then yeah. the first time I had to say it out loud, I was like, archive. <laughs> well, it's like there used to be a website I think called archive um which had i want to say just like uh profiles for artists and stuff that probably yeah. is it's probably still a thing and um yeah your online art gallery since 1998 
and you can look at all of lots of different artists and their paintings. And I always just called it Art Chive. Art Chive. Better go check Art Chive. I want to look at a painting. Okay. And I never, 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 never changed that. I, it's still Art Chive. There is no chair, but... What? I deviated and I looked up village instead. Oh. Um, and it says... A village appearing in a dream suggests a fairly tight-knit community. It may illustrate our ability to form supportive relationships and a community spirit. Uh, a village can present certain problems. For instance, everybody knows everybody else's business, which can become trying. In this case, we may highlight the oppression felt in close relationships because the pace of life is slower. We may find that the village is in a dream is, is a symbol of relaxation. Oh, it says, often village life was centred around the church and the pub, providing many contrasts. Spiritually, yep. we have to look at balancing two parts of our lives. <laughs> the church and the pub. <laughs> church and the pub. You yeah, want to balance yeah. them. That sounds about right. You want to do them in the right order. <laughs> Don't want to make that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, oh my gosh, back to, back to witchcraft. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've been finding it interesting how, because uh, I, I guess like when you think about um, witchcraft and the church, you think that they would very much be at like uh, at opposites to each other. Whereas listening to like the Folklands podcast and also reading things like um, there's a book I read called The Vine Witch, which is very fictional and it's not. Uh, but I guess it must have some basis in... Um, That's what they want you to think. Oh. <laughs> um, it's basically about a, uh, witches who work in vineyards and they help with the wine. And there's a bit in that when they uh, this guy goes to a priest and the priest is saying like, well, you know, these two things, they're not so dissimilar to each other. You know, you've got a... He talks about like faith and uh like he basically uses the example of um because someone's just like how do you believe in something you can't see and he's just like well look at cheese <laughs> and he says um you know i, I know can... that in there are these tiny little enzymes and stuff that are doing their job and i can't see them but i know that they're there and i see proof of it and i believe it sort of thing um so uh <laughs> This is a link to do this cheese. <laughs> it, it's connected to the dream still. Right, right. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just fascinating how like when I guess a lot of things back in the day, it wasn't so clear cut of people being like, because obviously if you think, oh, I want to ward off evil spirits, you didn't just go like, I'll go to church. You would be like, I will go to church. I will consult the local witch. I will carry this thing that protects me. I will have these. You basically just did everything that you could to be like, I just really don't want these evil spirits. Thank you very much. Yeah. So it wasn't that it was like, you know, there's witchcraft and there's the church and they're at each other and one's trying to defeat the other. It was very much just like everyone was into, like a lot of the witch symbols you see, you find are in old churches. Um, That's cool. Because people were just like, yep, yeah, may as well hedge my bet sort of thing just yeah just right all. Co cover all the bases yeah. yeah that makes sense you are a fount of knowledge today i'm just i'm, I'm sorry i'm not talking much i'm just listening because you're, <laughs> you're just 
very interesting. You're just full of facts. Just been doing a lot of reading recently. So this is this is what happens when you read. I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, I can't read. <laughs> it's okay. I recorded all his audiobooks for you. Oh, oh thanks. I went to the theatre yesterday. Oh my god! I'm so, I'm so uh, actually, cultured. I think you'll find you went to the theatre. Um, oh, weeks ago, uh, many like, weeks ago, like let me, two and a half weeks ago. Let me search oh, my sorry. memory. Can I? Do I have any <laughs> recollection of this long ago event that happened? It was mm-hmm. in um, Arnos Vale. Uh, which is a is that cemetery. It's a cemetery. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a where you got married. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the garden centre. At the garden centre. There's a lot of flowers there, but not, it's not for like sale. It's a garden centre, you got to admit. <laughs> I get why I, people often mix it up for like, is it Anna's Grove, the tube is station? In, <laughs> is oh. it, I think it's a London tube station. I'm like, nope, not Anna's Grove. Um... <laughs> But yeah, we uh, went to see a production of uh, Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, yes. I remember you saying. Um, and in that, I've completely forgotten why I started this now. Uh, Sorry, I'll tell I you, distracted you with the garden with center. The garden center. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted because I suddenly remembered that basically it was a really good production. They had all these um, like sound effects. Like there'd be times that they would just be looking out onto the moors, sort of thing. But obviously, it's just they just stood in a room. But you'd have all these sound effects that were like bird call and the wind whispering and stuff. And the building that we watched it in is above a. It's like a. A chapel. I want to say an Anglican chapel, um, okay. and it's got a crypt underneath. And partway through the production, we just started hearing like meow, meow. And we were like, "Is there a cat here, <laughs> or is this part of the production?" Because they're not talking about a cat. It's very definitely a cat. <laughs> but I think it was just the crypt cat that was just probably thinking. Why what can't going I get on? in? Why is everyone in here? Stop Let it. Let me in. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. I'm back from the oh, garden centre. Yes, I had a lovely look at all the potted herbs. Can I, can I come in the chapel now, please? Um, I think that's why I was talking about it. It's a chapel. I don't remember. I don't remember. In Arnosvale is like a very fascinating place because it's, it's like a Victorian cemetery it looks really lovely we should go for a walk around there when oh, you're next I would love in to. yeah for Bristol. sure i can show you where i got buried and walk you ah. around do the tour i used to take dogs around because <laughs> we can go to the cafe and have a look at the potted plants yeah. <laughs> it's opposite um well not really opposite it's down the road from bristol arc yeah. which is like no, the rspca I, I, I branch i know exactly where it is and i don't know why my brain immediately went gardens <laughs> But when I used to walk dogs for the RSPCA, I'd walk them around there and I'd chat away to them and be like, oh, and this is where I started hearing the violin song. And this is... <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, it's very lovely. But because it is Victorian, you do get these graves that have very like, um, I guess, euphemistic, but not, not in like a oh, matron type way, but in like, a, they don't want to say like, they dead. They just say like, they for dead. Frank Smith, who went to sleep. And I'm just like, 
When you say that, you checked he Mate. died, right? You didn't you're just chuck him in. <laughs> you're writing this on a gravestone. We kind of get the, the, the hint. He had a nap. We just thought, well, <laughs> chuck oh, well, him in. He's, he's done. Get him in there. Got to meet quota. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. But um, <laughs> he's very nice. He's very overgrown in parts. Yeah, I'd really like nice. to go... There was, um, again, Instagram, I think, there was someone on there who they would go for walks in cemeteries and they would find gravestones that had recipes on them and they would make the recipes then bring them back to the gravestone. Recipes? Yeah, like some people, a lot of people would be like buried with recipes on their gravestones. So like it would be like, Edna's famous cookies. And oh. then they just list everything and it's like, oh, cheers, Edna. I you know, thought you meant like the recipe for the grave, just like one, no, no. one Edna. <laughs> one Edna, one body. Start by hole. digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have like actual like food recipes on them, which is really cool. Oh, thanks for that. What a legacy. Consider it. That is but yeah, no, nice. that's that's really cool. I would, I don't know if it's like an American thing because I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really peruse many cemeteries to be honest. But yeah, when I mean, you're I hungry, when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I yeah, I I, I, I think that would be really cool, like going and finding someone's recipe that they loved, and they were like, yeah, put this on my gravestone. Someone like, can enjoy my casserole. Such a nice way to live on as well, because I, yeah. I guess when you have like certain smells and stuff that can bring things back, I, I think that's like a very powerful memory thing. So that's like a nice, powerful way for them to live on through the yeah, creation exactly. of stew. Exactly. <laughs> Brownies. It's really cool. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if there are any nearby. Um, what recipe would you... Pass on to the next generation. Hmm. Is that a morbid question? No, that's. I, I mean, that's a good question. I what like that. That can be our like question of the week. By? What recipe would you put on your gravestone? <laughs> um. Oh, oh. I don't know. What would I do? There's a story. I don't, um, I don't really have any trademark recipes. I mean, you could put your. Um, oh, you could have your kimchi. Oh, true, yeah. I mean, my kimchi's just nicked from someone on TikTok, though. Just call it really. Kirsty's Kimchi. Put it on Kirstie's a website kimchi. with a five-page life story before yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, then... yeah. And that's it. Legit. Nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those three words that everyone loves to hear. Jump to recipe. Oh, love it. If ever I go on a recipe page <laughs> and I'm just like, there's a life story here, but then I see jump to recipe, I'm like, yes, take me straight there. <laughs> I, I'm trying to Google, like, if there are any re- uh, graveyards that have, like, recipes on the things, but I, I don't know if there really are around here. I don't think I've Let's seen see. any in uh, on Osvail, but maybe it wasn't. When, when was this sort of a, a thing? Um, Like, how I old mean, I don't know how old the graves are, really. Hang on, I found an article of a person who does it. Um, do-do-do-do. I started during lockdown, like many people, I tried baking for the first time, and I got a TikTok account. This must be the person I was looking at. Um, there are only about 10 so far that I've found, mostly through searching online. The first one I tried was a spritz cookie that was on a gravestone in New York. I, I wonder if it's like more of an American thing. Yeah. But I, I really like it. I think that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah. I'll have to have a think. Like, oh, I have to, I have to come up with a recipe. I guess that's the thing. thing. I I just use other people's recipes. I've never really... uh... Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the only thing I like to make 
is I, I like making crispy tofu, but I'm not really going to put that on my gravestone. Ooh, I made that last night. It was really good. You but, made it um, for me. Yeah, good. Well, you 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 don't really do uh, with chili though, do you? No, but maybe I could. I could. Build up I could. Tolerance. Um, I could make sweet and sour tofu though. I've been tempted to try. Uh, I got given some five spice. And one Ooh. of the recipes popped up was like five spice tofu. So I was like, oh, okay. but the problem is it, it tastes like, well, it smells like it has um, like a slight aniseediness. And yeah, I'm just like, five oh. spice is a little bit aniseedy. I'm not a big fan of five spice, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the biggest five spice enjoyer. I seized it because but... it was uh, one of my friends was giving it away. And because I've got a new spice rack, I was just like, spices, <laughs> like, spices for my spice rack, yes. Pop that in there. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, I mm, I could make you sweet and sour tofu for sure. I just blooming love tofu. Tofu's so good. Like, I, I, I've i told you to do this so many times, but like with the beans on crumpets, you just elect not to. Oh my God, but... that's, that's my thing. I'm going to... You I'll, have to I'll try it, it Bryony. It's so good. <laughs> you, you will not regret it. It's so good. But anyway, but, but, never mind the beans on crumpets. <laughs> but, um, yeah, tof- blah, 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 tofu. If you If you get firm tofu, you... Drain the water, like leave it to squish like you normally would with tofu. Mm. Um, cut it into strips, sort of uh, probably like half a centimetre, three quarters of a centimetre in girth. Um, <laughs> and then cover it in corn flour. I, I do corn flour with powdered garlic, salt, pepper and a bit of goshugaru, which is um, Korean chili flakes. Yeah. And then I cover it all up. You put it on a baking sheet, put it in the oven. And then it goes really crispy, like Ooh. super crispy. Um, and then I just make a chili sauce with like just sweet chili, garlic, uh, sesame oil, um, soy, honey, and then cover it all up. Yesterday I caramelized some carrots to put in there as well. And Ooh. I had it with some rice and it was very lovely. Honestly, baking tofu like that is, is super good. And if you if you bake it for long enough so it gets like really crispy, yeah, then you get like, I think you've been a vegetarian all your life, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you wouldn't really know, but like, kind of like the umami taste of like biting into it. It doesn't taste like a pork scratching, but it's that kind of sensation where like you bite into it and it's so crispy and it's sort of the taste is just really good. It's like biting into a nice crisp and it's just delicious. This Very is what, good. when people say that they don't like tofu, I'm just like, you've just not found the right tofu. You've, yeah, you're just not doing it properly. Like, if mm. you just get firm tofu, you don't rinse out the water, you just fry it up, then it's just going to be slimy and floppy and yeah. taste like nothing, you know? But if you actually do something with it, then it will be really tasty. And making it crispy is my favourite thing to do. And sometimes as well, you can, um, instead of cutting it into strips, you can just squeeze all the water out and then squeeze it into a bowl. Um, and do exactly the same thing. If you squeeze it enough, it will hold its shape, put it in the corn flour, put it on a sheet, and then you've just got bowls of tofu as well. I have and, a bag yeah. of corn flour at the moment. I'm going to do this. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Um, do you reckon it would work in an air fryer? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I've done it in an air fryer before. I think I prefer doing it in the oven, but it does work in an air fryer. I think when I did it in an air fryer, it just didn't. I just didn't keep it in for long enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see why not. It's a very good good thing to do. And you can, you could get some chili sauce or sweet and sour sauce or... Well, I'll tell you like my favourite sauce at the moment. 
I got given some uh, vegan oyster sauce that's made with mushrooms and Ooh. oh my gosh I literally I opened up the bottle just to give it a smell and I I actually fwoed <laughs> I smelled it and I just went oh. <laughs> oh oh bloody hell that's good it's oh it's one of my favorite things to like there's um a place that we've ordered from before you know uh Chung's it's like a yeah a vegan Chinese bloody love Chung in Bristol and they do this it's like the simplest thing. It's their rainbow rice. And I get the urge for it so often that I was like, I need to learn how to recreate this now. And I finally nailed it. And I made it the other day. And I was just like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good stuff. Oh, I want to try it. I was going to say oyster sauce. Then I was like, wait, no, oysters, not vegan. <laughs> wow. But yeah, you oyster could do it mushrooms. with tofu. Like, yeah, you get some tofu, crisp it up, put some oyster sauce on it, have it with some rice and it would be bloody lovely. Put some um, scallions, spring onions in there. Oh, delicious! I have some uh, Put that on my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) I've got this bag of shallots at the moment that I don't know what to do with, so I need to look up some shallot recipes. I got it for something very specific. I was making a duxel. Yes, I was. I was literally just going to say you could use that to make a mushroom ducks, duxel or duxel. Yeah, yeah. But you, that's what you wanted them for in the first place. <laughs> or I might just use it to uh, you end could make my like, streams. Um, I'll just hold one up and be that's, like, "That's shallot." That's shallot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you could make like a mushroom pate, maybe. Oh, I just it's, bloody love mushrooms. Yeah, I love mushrooms. I've been getting mushroom pate from Tesco lately because I like finding vegan pate because I, I don't want to eat real pate. <laughs> Is that the stuff in like the, the squeezy metallic tube that you get? No, I... So sometimes in like the world foods aisle, you can get some good vegan pate and it's like kind of like meat substitute pate. So it's just, I don't know what the hell they make it out of, but it yeah. tastes kind of sharp like a pate. Um, and sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're less good. Um, I got one the other week that was okay, but with a bit of cucumber, it was very nice. Aww. But then I can't find it anymore. And in Tesco, they have mushroom pate, but it's not really pate. It's just kind of like Mush. a mushroom duck cell. Yeah. Ducks, duck cell. Um, it's, it's it's kind of coarse and it has like bits of mushroom in it, but it's, it's really good. It's got like that really strong mushroom taste. Sorry, everyone who hates mushrooms, <laughs> but... I I like them. I love how so. we've got we've got so we've just talked about all sorts, haven't we? It's just been witches, mushrooms, Ken, fucking. <laughs> We're recording this slightly later on the day than we normally do, so it is getting up to dinner time for me. It is, yeah. <laughs> so. Literally, I've not eaten today. I've had two crumpets and that's it with some jam, and that's that's been that was my breakfast, and I had that at about five o'clock. So. <laughs> I've been enjoying recently. Uh, just vibing with recipes because usually I will I'll be like okay I'm going to try a new recipe and I will write it all out and I will you follow it blue like tack it the to the cupboard and yeah. I'll measure everything out whereas recently I've been like I'm gonna make my first shepherd's pie and I hell yeah vaguely know what a shepherd's pie looked like like yeah. what it's meant to come out like so and I've just sort of been going like eh, I'll just chuck this in I'll just do this yeah. and I'll eh, a bit of this and it's that's actually pretty much really how I nice. cook <laughs> yeah that's just how I cook to be honest like I I will google a recipe I'll look at it for like two minutes and be like right yeah I get the gist and then I'll go to the kitchen and just make it myself and just wing it <laughs> yeah that's what it's, I did with yeah. the rainbow rice as well I was like uh 
Kim said to me, like, because I was like, there's this one part that I don't, I can't figure out what I'm meant to do to get this particular thing. And she took one look at a photo of it and she was just like, oh, it's probably this. So I was like, I'm not going to look up how to do it. I'll just try it. (laughs) And it worked really well. And I was like, yes, this is it. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's like with my tofu, like I used to make it all the time when I lived at home for me and my mum. And she'd always be like, well, when I moved out, she was like, can you write down the recipe? Just just write it down so I can make it. And and I was like, I don't really have one. <laughs> I just kind of just throw stuff in a pot until it tastes good. And then I'll just put it on the tofu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the other day I was doing dinner and Alex watched me pour something in and he just went, you just eyeballed that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, you never eyeball. I was like... <laughs> This is me now, baby. Living on the edge. <laughs> Get used to it. I'm a bad bitch now. <laughs> That's how my nan always used to cook. She'd just sort of like pinch of this. Yeah. Dollar for that. It works. That's the thing. It's fun to experiment with food. Like, I don't do much cooking really now because half the time I just can't be bothered. But yeah. I I do like just winging it and just seeing what comes of it. Like I've I've done a few like just oh, I made this up and it was quite tasty recipes, you know, like risotto, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I made my own pasta that time. I mean, I did have to look that up, but I I, um, I made the mushroom duck cell and then I was like, you know what, this will be nice in pasta. So I made some pasta fresh and then I put them in and I made mm-hmm. little um, raviolis and they were very good. Very good. Nice. Yeah, it's nice just making stuff up. I think I did that. The other thing I've started enjoying doing is just saying to friends, like, would you like to come over for dinner? Because I've realized that cooking is like my love language. I'm like, I'm not good at like making stuff. I'm not great with words, but I will pour a lot of love into this risotto and then you can fill yourself with it yeah honestly i think i'm kind of a bit like that like i don't really experience it because i live alone so it's just like i'll make you dinner tabs here's some biscuits and some wet food (laughs) but like i i just like making food for people like when people come over i'm like oh i'll make this i'll make this like me and my mom like my mom came over and i was like right we're having a taco night and i made tacos um like just winged it i was just like yep i'll use this uh fake minced meat i'll put this spice in there that'll be good blah 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 here's some avocados pee pee poo and 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 we had a lovely time we sat and ate them on the floor and Aww. they were delicious um and when i went to rillian's i made him pasta and and that was really nice and even though i burnt the garlic bread but it was lovely it was really <laughs> nice i love i love cooking for people it's so good yeah and rillian bless him like he was just like can i help and i was like no it's all right like and he was just sort of standing next to me i was like you don't have to watch me cook the pasta rillian it's all right <laughs> <laughs> See, that he was is- like, okay well if you're sure i was like yep it's fine. That then is something <laughs> I'm bad for. Because like I said, I've got those friends coming over. or They already came over in a few weekends time a few weekends ago. And uh, one of them was like, out of interest, are you someone who likes help in the kitchen? And I was like, no. Uh, if you're in the kitchen, you're already in my way. <laughs> you yep. just sit down and relax. Just please leave. <laughs> Oh dear! It's like yeah. with you when you're around. I know that I can just say, "Actually, can you just cut that for me?" Sort of thing. Like I'm running yeah. up behind it, and I'm just like, I know that you'll just be like, "Do that," and then know yep. to be like, "I will go and relax now." Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, I'm like, "Do you want help?" You're like, "No, I'm good." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I will sit down. <laughs> I don't want to get in the way." 
It's like our um, first kitchen that we had in our tiny little flat. And literally, if I was in there, it was crowded. Um, so, yeah, I think that just got me in this thing of like, I have my space and I put on my sea shanties <laughs> and I sing and I cook. <laughs> yeah, I love just leaving you to cook because that's, that's what you do. You put like nice music on, Alexa. Oh, no, I said her name. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. She didn't hear me. And... Um, and I can just hear you singing in the kitchen. I'm just like, oh, this is nice and cozy. <laughs> if I go in there, she'll stop. <laughs> oh. But the next thing that I try will be beans on crumpets. I did actually, I yes. finished off a packet Please of crumpets do. today. So it'd be a good excuse oh to my buy God. more. <laughs> yeah, buy more, right? I, there, there's this stuff. I mean, you don't really like chili, do you? Do you like chipotle? Like the, the flavor, like smoky chili? Have you ever tried much of it? I don't think I've ever had it. Oh, really? I do okay. like smoky, like, chilies, though. Yeah. There's, um, so you know, like, the easy garlic and stuff that you can get in the jar? Yeah. That stuff's horrible. Don't buy that. But <laughs> they do, they do, like, an easy chili as well. And they have a chipotle one. It's just called, like, smoky chili or something like that in one of their square little jars. Yeah. And, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's just chili oil, but it's like chipotle chili oil with, like, flakes in it. And, oh, it's so good. And, okay. honestly, toast the crumpet, put a bit of butter on it, put a bit of that on it, and then the beans and a bit of cheese. And, oh, my God, oh. it's so good. It's incredible. Okay. Incredible. Going to give it a go. Well, the best thing I can do for now is I've got a little bit of chili powder that I could mix in with the beans, maybe. Oh, well, that use that for the tofu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do the crispy tofu too. You get all the ingredients for the beans and then uh, then report back on beans and crumpets because you have to try them. This is something I You'll found. You'll never go back to toast, this I is, promise. <laughs> this is my knowledge to impart because I found that it does actually work. But because sometimes uh, I got a new spice rack. Um, so <laughs> I went and I got some uh, herbs and spices from one of those like zero waste places. Um, yeah. So like I had so much fun printing out the labels and then weighing the things and printing out the new labels. I probably cost them more in the labels I printed than I spent in the shop. But oh I had God. a lovely time. Zero waste. Hold my pint. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we got um, some garlic powder and I've always had a problem with garlic powder clumping. Um, okay. So I just put a little pinch of rice in with it and it's not clumped yeah. at all. Oh, very perfect. good. That's my That's uh, good. It's my hint, my Top tip. tip. Yeah. Life hack. Tip. <laughs> Little life hack. <laughs> um, perfect. Which yes. Yeah. Well, do uh, well, we sort been, of talked about dreams. We've been chatting about all sorts of rubbish for the last hour. <laughs> we should probably let go. That's a podcast, isn't it? Yeah, we've done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've done it. Just noise for an hour and then spaff it out, get it printed, <laughs> stamp it, ship it. <laughs> yep. Clip it and ship it, baby. See ya. Um, but yes, thank you, Kirsty, for a very lovely yeah. chat. Thank you, Bryony. It's been very lovely as always. And um, for everyone, what would your gravestone recipe be? Yeah, what would your gravestone recipe be? I still don't know what mine would be. I think maybe cheesecake. Oh. Or carrot cake. I'd use my mum's carrot cake recipe. I'd just steal her recipe for that one. <laughs> Because that's a bloody good recipe. That's good. I saw someone post a picture recently of a roast and they said um, that they were having Marmite roast potatoes. 
Ooh. I don't really know what it is, but I want to try it. I want Honestly, to try what I think it is. Putting a little dollop of marmite in your gravy as well is very nice. I sometimes put it in chilli as well. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good idea. Nice dollop of hummus in your chilli makes it very Delicious. tasty. Very good. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Go and eat food. <laughs> okay. Thank you everyone for listening and I hope you are all enjoying the Yingle Yam if you are watching it. If you are not watching it, please go and watch Jingle Jam. Um, there are lots of people streaming for Jingle Jam this year, but you know, a good place to start is Yogscast on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. Because we are raising lots of lovely, lovely money for charity and we need all the causes. help we can get. So yeah. go and drop over there and donate some money and you can get some good games in the old collection this year so go do that thank you everyone and thank yeah. you Kirsty. thank you Brady and until next time everyone bye bye for now bye bye, bye, -bye.